welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Azriel. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful you could be here. I hope life is treating you well. Today is Monday, which means that I am going to be starting a new topic. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to take accountability. <laughs> Last week was crazy. And I don't have the best time management skills. So, you know, with the semester starting and then I have this TED talk and I have this other talk that I'm giving at uh, my college and then, you know, also the podcast trying to upload three times a week. It is exhausting. And also trying to make time for regular life. It is exhausting. So I experienced a little bit of burnout this weekend and really a little bit of last week. Um, so I didn't write today's episode, like, the way I normally do. Usually I take, like, two, three days to write it just to make sure, like, I get all my points in the episode. But today I have, like, a a list <laughs> of topics I want to hit. And um, because I didn't really prepare, I found an article that I want to read to you guys that is going to go with what I'm talking about today. And it has some better examples on the ones that I could think of on the fly. So without any further delay, let me go ahead and get into today's episode. So today we are talking about how do your emotions change your timeline? And I've mentioned this before, actually, in the very first episode when we talked about negative experiences. When we have these experiences... Based on our emotions and our mindset, they can affect how we um, recover for them, from them, excuse me. So, for instance, like we mentioned in the uh, first episode, if you have a heartbreak and you don't find the lesson or, you know, the, the reason that it happened in a healthy way, maybe, you know, the person wasn't treating you right and you couldn't break things off yourself because, Maybe you just weren't able to, or maybe you just didn't want to, but they weren't good for you. Or whatever the reasoning may be, if you're not able to find a healthy reason, then we tend to go kind of dark. And even if, you know, you do get a healthy reason, you still could kind of get kind of dark. And what I mean by dark, you could, you know, get depressed. You can get, um, some people they call it like heartless, cold hearted. Um, Their emotions then control their response to the heartbreak or the, the negative experience or the experience in general. And so it's kind of the same thing with today's episode, like your emotions have the ability to change your timeline. And I say that because, like I said, based on your emotions, most of us, if you unless you have control over your emotions, these people are usually excluded. I'm talking about most of us, majority of us, who don't really have the best control over our emotions. I know me personally, this last, these last two weeks, I've been going through like a, uh, a, a reset kind of, you know, my emotions um, have been all over the place. And because of that, it caused me to actually have to sit down and work with them and understand where they're coming from and how I can work with them and not work against them. And um, so most of us don't have a really good sense of control over our emotions. And so because of that, 
our responses are often impacted by our emotions. So if you're upset, you're going to do things that you do when you're upset. You know, for somebody, it might be punching a wall. For somebody else, it might be getting drunk until you pass out on the floor and pee on yourself. I don't know. Everybody is going to be different. You know, little kids, they have temper tantrums because, you know, their emotions impact their responses. And so um, that's how your emotions your responses are connected but then your responses are also connected to your timeline because if you have an okay for instance if you're upset okay and you respond in an angry way to life like i said you punch a wall you cuss people out whatever you do now you've changed your timeline because of your response because now you're doing things that you wouldn't have done if you were happy or if you were in a neutral state of feeling or if you had better control over your emotions. And so that's why I think it's really important that everybody really gets a sense of control over their emotions because I know a lot of things in life we can't control, but our emotions are like one of the, one of the things that we definitely have control over. Um, and I know in really extreme cases, like people working for the government, um, you know, they have really good doctors, um, people that work, like, again, people that work for the government, they have really good sense of control over their emotions. And I'm pretty sure they wouldn't be allowed to work with people, with the public um, in such an environment if they didn't really have good control over the emotions. Like, could you imagine um, getting shot and the EMTs like crying and throwing up everywhere and just like, oh my gosh, you, you know, you're supposed to be comforting me. You're making me more nervous by being emotional. So things like that. But like I said, I am going to read to you guys from the article because I thought this is really interesting. Um, actually, the person that I'm reading is from wellholeempowered.com. And I was reading, um, I was looking for articles that went with today's topic and I found this one and I thought it was really interesting this has to do with a therapist there's this um she has this exercise and it's called a change your timeline practice and this is uh, somewhat different um than what I was talking about just a little bit but it goes hand in hand because this can I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you if you dwell on the past that can affect your timeline too, because there's so many things that can affect your timeline. And one of the things that can also affect your timeline is like dwelling on the past, um, worrying too much about the future, things like that. They can really contribute to, um, they can really contribute to a changed timeline. And so even if you have a situation in your past that is still like has a hold on to you, it can affect your timeline to this day. So for instance, if you had this heartbreak and you know you never got over it, you never healed from it, uh, you still don't really quite understand it, then you're always going to act from a place of heartbreak. Most times, that's most times what people do. You'll see people, especially I know, I know a lot of people that do this, they get in relationships, they get their heart broken, something can go right, then they get out of that and they're like, everybody else I get with is gonna suffer because of this person, right? And so, in that moment, you are acting from your past experience, which is now affecting your future. Because if you're treating everybody else like they're that person, then you're not going to, chances are, you're not going to have a healthy relationship. Because first of all, that person isn't that person. You can't treat them that way. 
um, because it's not, one, it's not right, and two, it's not them. So you're bringing your past into your present. And it's also no different focusing too much on your future because if you focus too much on your future, you can be like, oh, well, this is how things should look. This is how things should be. This should, 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 could, could, would. It's all these shoulds, coulds, and woulds. You know, so then that can make you anxious and it can it can send you into depression. It really, honestly, in extreme cases, um, because you're like, oh, I'm not where I should be. I'm not where I want to be. Duh, duh. But also just understanding that you are where you are at the right time. You know, no matter where you are in your timeline, just having faith in your God or your divine powers or whatever that you have. I don't mean whatever in a disrespectful word, but whatever you um, pray to worship, you know, that stuff, whatever that is. Um, but yeah, <sighs> sorry. I kind of like lost what I was saying with that, where I was going with that. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but just anyways, just, um, if you focus too much on the future, you can cause again, these, um, these feelings of anxiety and depression and shoulds and woulds and coulds. And, Really, like I was saying, your divine uh, power is having you, it puts you in the place that you're supposed to be. You're, you, you are where you're supposed to be at all times. That is something I want you to keep in mind as an affirmation. I am where I need to be at the right time at all times. But anyways, so yeah, you know, if you worry about the future... It's not going to fix anything. It's not going to change anything. It's no different than the past. You worry about the past. You dwell on the past. It's not going to fix anything. It's not going to change anything. So I really like this exercise, and I wanted to share it with you guys because um, even it says that even those who've experienced major trauma, if you want to try it, um, it says, if only to see who you would have been and how life have would have felt had that trauma not affected you the way it did, right? So it's like, even if you had a traumatic event, a traumatic experience, um, your emotions dictated your response. You know, how the um, the traumatic event made you feel dictated your responses, your response to it. Because I know me personally, like I have some experiences in my life that have been traumatic and they, it could have been worse. Like, Things happen, like, there's so many different possible outcomes in life for everything that we have. Um, and it's like, things could have been worse when I say, like, my response could have been worse to this. But because I had, I personally feel like I had a um, positive, uh, I'm not going to say a positive outlook. But it was like, when I started to really digest and understand what happened and it was like, it was, a uh, it was, it was helpful to me. You know, it showed me stuff about me and ultimately showed me my strengths and weaknesses. So I kind of looked at it, um, at the negative situation in a positive light, you know, like, yeah, this thing sucked. Yeah, it was traumatic, but this is how it made me a better person. And so because I was able to focus on that, it changed my timeline versus if I would have dwelled on what happened and still been messed up by it today, and, you know, like, that is a whole change in timeline, just based off of your emotions alone. So, I'm going to go ahead and read this to you guys really quick. 
So the first thing it says, so first, choose a situation in the past that is still causing you anguish or difficulties today. It could be something you did, someone, something someone else did to you, or just something that happened and then affected you deeply. So two examples would be, you know, if you were unkind, petty, competitive in a particular past situation, and now you feel massive regret, regret and shame whenever you think of it, and you can't seem to let go of that memory. Or you were emotionally abused by narcissistic, psychopathic parents or an ex, and you've gone through life with emotional trauma, massive self-doubt, zero confidence, no self-respect, you have not stepped up to your true potential since you were taught to see yourself as worthless, and maybe you have even attracted behaviors from other people that resonated to your inner state of, I am unworthy. So it also says that it is often the case with sensitive souls, you may have picked up a self-sabotaging habit or addiction to help you deal with the stress of growing up with an abusive parent and are now unable to step out of that self-destructive behavior. <laughs> Personally, I understand that a lot. Um, I definitely did pick up some um, some self-sabotaging habits along the way. Um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I didn't and I'm perfect and I looked at my situation optimistically and life was peachy. No, it wasn't. I definitely developed some self-sabotaging habits that I had to shake and that I'm still shaking. Um so it's not it's not a uh, it's not a straight shot it's definitely a journey it's just like a stock sometimes you're up sometimes you're down but anyways once you've chosen the situation to work on make sure you can be alone and uninterrupted for about 20 to 30 minutes to do this exercise so empty your mind of various distractions distractions and focus inward what I like to do to prepare to prepare for any kind of meditation or practice is grounding merging with the higher self, or playing meditative music. So, now that you've relaxed, we're going to go back to the beginning of that situation, event, period of time, that you wish to change. Now, imagine it very vividly. It is possible you can get emotional, and that's that's perfectly fine, okay? That's perfectly fine. But now, it's time to reshoot the scene. So, it is important that you keep in mind that we are only going to be changing our own actions, emotional responses, and interpretations. We will not be changing other people's actions toward us. They have their free will, which we cannot interfere with. So if something traumatic happened to you, focus on your actions, how you responded to it, and your how you interpreted the situation. Okay, so don't try to imagine this situation and change what other people did. No, that's not, no. We can only change how we see it, okay? So, in the first example, you were acting petty and unkind. You would imagine yourself taking a moment to connect with your inner wisdom and then responding with kindness, patience, and generosity in that situation. You can replay that edited scene several times in your mind until it feels very real, just like a real memory. And this is actually very good advice because our mind, especially our imagination, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the right side of our brain has no idea what's real and what's not. So by you sitting here and in a sense reinforcing this 
unedited memory in your mind, your mind, your at least the right side, has no idea that that's not real. So if you're able to do this and keep convincing yourself that this is really what happened, this is the interpretation, um, these are your actions, then you will believe that, right? And that will help you start to change your timeline. And you just even by even by just taking the time to go back and think about it and, and editing, you know, how it happened, that is still changing your timeline. Right. Because eventually you'll believe that's how it happened. And if you ever get the chance to apologize to the person or deal with the thing, you know, if that was your example, then do that. So. It says now here in the second example, being emotion. Being emotionally abused by a parent, you can imagine that your abusive behavior started. Um, and also remember, again, we are not changing their behavior, okay? But uh, that the abusive behavior started. I'm sorry, I, I skipped out a word. I like, I went to read, I went to, <laughs> I went to reread the sentence I just read and then like, whatever, sorry. So you can imagine that when the abusive behavior started, you were actually able to remember who you really were. You are a divine being, powerful and perfect, and you never deserve those hurtful words or disrespectful behaviors from others. You were not who your parent or partner said you were. You are not stupid, unworthy, ugly, unwanted, incompetent, helpless, guilty, confused, or whatever it is that they said you were. You are not those things. And so imagine yourself as a child being told those things and now see yourself rejecting those untruthful messages and negative self-beliefs that your abusive parent was trying to reprogram into you, or excuse me, program into you. Imagine yourself saying, no, this is not who I am. I remember my true self and I stand strong in that knowledge. Imagine that your parents' hurtful words just bounced off of you and flew and hit them right in the head if you like. <laughs> so imagine that you had the wisdom and self-awareness to remain confident and standing in your own power, seeing things very clearly, okay? So, if these are your scenarios, I hope this resonated with you. If these are not your scenarios, then, you know, tweak them to you. If you dealt with a heartbreak, like it said, you know, just understanding that you're not useless, worthless, um, because your partner left. Or if you lost your job instead of beating yourself up about it, just maybe thinking like, hey, this job wasn't for me. My my self-worth does not rely on anything other than self and how I feel about myself. It does not rely on a job or a physical thing or a person or anything like that. And honestly, I'm telling you guys, that is really helpful. So now that you've gone back and you've finished um, these memories, you finish editing these memories. Now we need to adjust the timeline between then and now, right? Because if you responded in the way that we just reprogrammed you to, you would have had a very different life experience um, because you wouldn't have subscumbed to the negative programming and habits in the childhood. So now visualize yourself back in grade school, this time carrying yourself with greater confidence, speaking up, taking initiative, and expecting only respect and benevolence from your peers and teachers. So play that scene in your head like it's a movie. And how did the other kids treat you when you carried yourself that way? Were you bullied? Were you respected? 
how were you treated? Okay. And now fast forwarding to your uh, first job. How are you carrying yourself? Do you believe in your own competence and value? Are you expecting respect and benevolence from others? Can you see them reacting to you differently when you're carrying yourself in that way? Notice how the scenes you're visualizing feel just like real memories. You are now building new memories in your new timeline. So, honestly, like I said before, if you take the time to do this exercise, then you can reprogram your subconscious in the right side of your brain. Because like I said before, your brain has no idea what is real on the right side, um, what's real and what's not. And so by creating these new memories and taking time to do these practices, you are creating new timelines because now you're acting from a place as if this happened this way and this is how I responded. What do I mean by that? So if you were abused by your parents, now by doing this exercise, you're able to go back and say, you know, if this is if, if I was abused by them and this is how I responded, this is how life would look. So now start acting like that's how you've responded. Don't let their words get to you. And honestly, guys, look, it's not going to be a straight line. This is definitely going to take some time. It's definitely going to not be a linear process. It's going to be exponential, right? So do not be hard on yourself if automatically right away you're not noticing a difference, Okay, but honestly, the way I feel, and even with my own self, I feel like using this technique, it does kind of create um, a new reality. It does kind of help. You feel, you feel lighter, in my opinion. Um, and I'm not going to say the results are instant, but the burden being lifted off of you is almost like, whew, you know, like understanding that you have the power to con- control your life and change your life. So, guys... That is really all I have for you today. Um, Hopefully you guys were able to gain some insight, um, a new perspective, and hopefully this exercise was helpful for you guys. Um, Again, honestly, we don't have control over a lot of things in our life, especially as children, um, and even really as you get to be an elder person. We don't have as much control, or really any, but we do always have control over our emotions. And so, excuse me, even though we may not be able to control the things that happen to us, we still have control over our emotions. So gain control of your emotions and you will regain control over your life.